gents, welcome to the Moss Outdoorsman with our man, Randall Moss, the small town boy from Gastonia who became a man, a husband, and a father. The six sport, that's right, six sport athlete who became a hunter, a fisherman, and an outdoorsman. You know, sometimes when the balls start bouncing, as he would say, you gotta find something to give you that rush. And boy, oh boy, did my man find something in hunting, fishing, and the outdoorsman life. Now he's giving you tips and tricks so that you could be on top of your game. So now, without further ado, y'all give it up for the host, Mr. Brown Redneck himself, Randy Moss. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show, The Moss Outdoorsman. This is Randy, a.k.a. The Brown Redneck, coming to you with another episode. So today we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, I'm going to talk to you about how getting into the outdoors can be nature therapy and an outlet. Um, it can be another hobby for you. Also, how you can turn this passion into income. So um, to start out, anytime I'm outside in nature, whether I'm hunting, I'm fishing, hiking, camping, snowboarding, etc., Anytime I'm out there in nature, it's a common factor. Um, people deal with a whole bunch of stress in life on a day-to-day basis, um, especially if you're a man and you're trying to be a good man at that. Um, you have more pressures on yourself. Um, you have the household to worry about. You got a wife. You got kids. Um, you might have other family members that's calling you with this, this, that, and the third. Um, you're going to need something for you to do so you can let out everything that you're dealing with. Because at the end of the day, if you are suppressing the things that you're, you know, you're dealing with trials and tribulations um, when they come to you, you're going to do nothing but internalize everything. And if you internalize what you're dealing with, you're going to self-destruct. So that's another reason why, you know, I really like to get out into nature because when you're out there in the mornings by yourself, it's calm. You don't have to worry about the daily hustle and bustle of life. You don't have to worry about the things that's stressing you out. You can get out there and relax. That sun's going to come up. You're going to see that sunrise. You're going to hear the, the animals come to life. You might hear birds first, or you might hear um, the squirrels running through the woods. Or you might start hearing a, a turkey make a noise. Um, you might even hear a deer or a bear or a pig. But it's calming and it does something to, personally it does something to my inner man. Um, it puts me at peace. Um, it soothes me. Um, it takes away all my worries and everything that's going on in life. You can forget about it. Um, you can get out there and talk to God. You can clear your mind. You can meditate. Um, it's something that I really want to get more people into because um, especially with COVID, uh, oh my goodness, people dealing with all different things as far as anxiety, depression, et cetera. And statistics show that there was a lot of people that started doing outdoor activities during COVID because of the quote unquote lockdown. Um, but yeah, get, get out there, uh, clear your mind, um, if you don't like hunting, you ain't got to hunt. You can get out there and fish. If you don't like fishing, try camping or even hiking. Just anything to get yourself 
outside and become one with nature. Um, the more you spend in the outdoors, I would say, me personally, the more um, I become in tune with myself in one. Um, your senses are a lot better, especially with, you know, if you're hunting and you're worried about scent control. Once you take a, a shower with scent control products and then you take a shower with regular products, man, your nose is on a whole nother level. You can smell any and everything. Um, like far as your senses being in the outdoors, you'll know if a deer's been in the area because they got a distinct smell. Skunks have distinct, uh, excuse me, distinct smells. A bear really has a, a funky smell to it. <laughs> if you ever, if you ever walk in the woods and a bear's been in that area, you can definitely uh, and smell it and you know be like, hey, a bear's here, so you're gonna go on high alert. Um, but even with your your other senses, um, your hearing becomes really in tune. Um, it's just a, it's a great way for you to um, deal with things that you're dealing with in life versus um, always talking to people. Because a lot of times, you know, people ain't got people they can trust as far as confidence to talk to. But you can always get out in nature. I know me personally, that's what I like to do. I get out in nature. I talk to God. I clear my mind. All my stresses and worries just go away. Um, hey, fam, you mind if I chime in right there? Go ahead. Because, you know, you just spoke you just spoke my language when you said oh, stresses. You know what I'm saying? I, I got some stresses right now. You know, so I'll be honest about it. You know, <clears throat> but one of the things you said that really resonated with me too, though, bro, is like when you're dealing with all that stuff, like being able to get to a place of, of peace, you know, tranquility, all that, and understanding, you know, me, me being a man of God, like I understand a lot of times what keep us from really having that connection with God is all the distractions. Exactly. But when you out there in nature, like nature is functioning as God intended it to function. Exactly. So there's very, very few distractions unless you bring them with you, like your phone or your people or whatever, you know. But if you don't bring that, then you're actually going into an element that's naturally functioning, you know, the way God naturally intended it to function. They don't have all these other different distractions, you know, distracting things going on. And you really can get to a place where you just focus. Like times where I think about just even just, you know, sitting on, on a secluded part of a beach or, you know what I'm saying? Or or um, like you say, being being out in the wooded area, I don't be as deep as you do, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when I'm out there, it's like, wow, like, you know, the rustling of the leaves, you know, is it's just small nuances, you know, bird sounds and sometimes even just just hearing the, the breeze and feeling it at the same time. Um, but I wanted to ask too, like, like you, you talked about the senses, like what what are some some things that you can think of as far as like even even being out in the woods and like touching you know what I'm saying? Touching, touching the different things. I know a great friend of mine, Dr. Sabrina Rojek, she talks about walking barefoot on the ground because there's nutrients and stuff that like goes through the pores of your foot. And you out yeah. there becoming one. You know what I'm saying? Like, like talk okay, about that instance, real quick. Okay. So a lot of people don't know I've had a few surgeries. Um, one of the times I had the surgery, I looked it up and it said that you can go outside and hug a tree. And it's just gonna calm you. Wow. So the times that I've been in nature, especially when I had my surgeries, um, I feel like nature helped me heal a lot faster. Wow. Cause like you said, God created it. We supposed to have dominion and power over it. Mm -hmm. He created it for us to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And like you mentioned, um, 
You can go to a beach and relax, listen to the waves crash. You can go to the mountains, sit beside a creek, stream, waterfall. Oh, yeah, that's some peaceful, that's some peaceful stuff right there, for real, for real. Or just go in the woods and sit in the tree stand, you know, mm -hmm. whatever floats your boat. Nice, nice. I like it, man. I like it. I like it, bro. I like it. All right, man, continue on. I just had to jump in there real quick today because you spoke to me, bro. Spoke man, it's me. all good, man. Feel free to jump in anytime, bro. You know, we get together and start dialoguing. It's on and pop. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Also, I mentioned earlier about um, making it a hobby. Um, in my intro, it talks about me playing six sports. Um, I play baseball, basketball, football, soccer, track, martial arts. Um, I also play the piano and the saxophone. Um, I'm grateful to my parents for giving me those experiences because um, those things made me more of a well-rounded person. Um, I got to meet different people, um, but also it kept me out of trouble. And with today's society and the stresses um, that people are dealing with, kids, you know, included, um, hunting, fishing in the outdoors in general can be a hobby for any and everybody, you know, pretty much all ages. There's a saying, each one, teach one. Um, my goal is with this is to give you information, but also to uh, bring more people into the outdoors. Um, and it's for all people, all races. Um, if you look on mainstream TV, um, it just seems like it's only to one race, all you see on mainstream TV. Um, but hunting and fishing is for everybody. I'm saying I don't care what color you are, what your religious beliefs are, what you believe in. Get out there and enjoy it. Um, God created it for us to enjoy. So why not take full advantage of it? Um, but, yeah, if you're in a place to where you can uh, teach somebody, take them out there with you. I don't care what activity it is. You got the knowledge. Why not share it? You know? That's definitely good, fam. I love that, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, once again, I feel like we're so pre-programmed by, you know, things in society, mass media. You know, they program us a certain way. Like, I can remember as a kid, like, you see all these commercials for the sports. And and, and I'm a sports guy, so by, by all means, am I, I'm not knocking sports, organized or, or even one-on-one. I love individual sports, team sports, because like you said, they help you be a well-rounded person. You learn lessons from that. Um, you learn how to in intermingle and problem solve with people that maybe you might not have grown up with in your neighborhood, but y'all come to this same place and y'all trying to achieve the same goal. And you realize that you got a lot more in common with people that might not look like you than what you thought. So I love sports for all the life lessons and things that it can teach you. However, coming up as a kid, I felt like I feel like that's all we saw was commercials about, you know, sports and different things, but not necessarily about outdoors, you know, and hunting, like you say, hunting and fishing. I can remember uh, a friend of mine 
like scrolling through TV one time and, and, you know, because at the time, you know, this was back in the day, they had cable and we didn't. So part of the reason why I went to his house, cause I knew he had cable, you know, so like, like let's watch them channels, you know, and he's scrolling through and you go on the channel and they, they fishing. It's like, what they doing? Like they're out there on, on a boat, you know, but it wasn't something that was just in the mainstream as far as being advertised, you know? So if you didn't have people, that was close to you that actually did those things you really didn't know about, you know? And I feel like that that's, um, you know, not, not a good thing. I feel like it's better for us to know the things in nature and how they work and then how they work for us. Even if it's, you find out it's something you don't like, at least you can say you tried it and you did it, you know what I'm saying? And so I, I just, I want to see that more often for, for people. You know, to be able to be in, in introduced to the outdoors. Most definitely, most definitely. And plus, like you, you know, you mentioned and I mentioned earlier, it's gonna make you more of a, a well-rounded person. Yes. Um, you can learn a lot about being in nature, about life. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's gonna teach you patience. It's gonna teach you hard work. You're gonna have to have uh dedication. You're gonna have to have determination, just like in sports. I mean, that's why I feel like since I've stopped playing sports. And I don't compete in Taekwondo like I did before. Mm -hmm. um, and the intro is this, after the ball stopped bouncing, I found something to, to keep my adrenaline going. Yeah. And I found it with the outdoors because I can relate so much with the outdoors compared to playing sports. Facts. It's pretty Facts. much the same. Yeah. It's sports. It's team, you know. Yeah. Together, everyone achieves more. That's right. That's you right. Know? That's right. But then I've done individual sports with martial arts, you know. Um, but it all boils down to... Um, finding something that makes you light up. Oh man! And that's good. and and being on fire and um, stirring up your gifts and talents. That's good. That's good. I like that, fam. Like like you you said something else too. Like I don't I don't know. I I guess going back to that, not seeing certain things and certain imagery. But now understanding it as an adult, like I realize you need balance. And and so nature helps with that balance because that's that's a part of us. Nature mm -hmm. was, you know, is a part of who we are. Like you said, that's part of our dominion. And so understanding like where we come from and and you know, and how God created it, what he created it for. Um, the only time you see green shouldn't be when you're in the grocery store in the, you know, in the vegetation section, you know exactly. what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, seriously, like you need, you need to go out. You need, um, you need to experience gardening. You know, my, that's something my grandma used to do. I was, she's, I'm talking about in the city. She used to have a garden in the back or on the side somewhere. She was growing something, you know? And I just think back on stuff like that. And it's like, man, yeah, all of the, all of those things help bring you, bring you balance. And, uh, and it's good to have those types of hobbies so that you're not just confined to, you know, what everybody else is, the norm, you know, for sports. Inside like playing that. video games or watching Well, TV. especially that nowadays. You know, we didn't have that privilege. If we were sitting inside all day, man, heck no. They, uh, How long you been in this house? Why you ain't outside? Get out of here. It's either in or out. Right. You, you, ain't, going, out. you ain't going yep. back and forth. Facts. And like you mentioned about uh, your grandparents in the garden and pop. He had a big garden in the backyard. Yeah. And then uh, my papa Don, I helped them both yeah. do gardening. Yeah. Canning. Um, which, honestly, I think people nowadays that's our age, a lot of them don't even know how to do that stuff. Facts. Facts. 
and then with with hunting and fishing and gardening and being in the outdoors, um, it's a lot more healthier for you too. Yeah, seriously. Just think about back then; you wasn't hearing about all these diseases that people had. Nah, man. It's all this processed food, GMOs. Yeah. So people need to go back to hunting and fishing. Yeah. Growing a garden. Man, I can remember I was I was in my late teens before I even knew of someone like in our anywhere close closely connected to our family that even had cancer, much less passed away from a cancer. But it seemed like by the time I got in my 30s, it was like an epidemic. You know what I mean? It's like it was like cancer everywhere. Like this person, that person, these people, those people. And it's like, oh man, like what in the world happened in just a 10, 15 year period where it just seemed like we we just got on this bandwagon of all these diseases, you know, and all this health crisis and stuff. Now we're trying to trying to go back, you know, with certain things, and a lot of people are more health conscious. But it just seemed like we got way away from that, and we got into the fast food era, you know, life and the microwave era of life, mm-hmm. and it seemed like it really took us away from nature. Um, but it is something that we're, I feel like we're cheating ourselves as a whole. Like, yeah, the luxuries are, are good, but should should they be a crutch? Like, should we lean on them or should they actually just be a luxury? Like something that you do every once in a while, but not your everyday, you know, daily Going back, activity. Like I mentioned earlier about the hustle and bustle. You're doing mm-hmm. this, this, that, and the yeah. third. Like, okay, let me just run and grab some fast food. Facts. It's easy to do, bro. But, you know, back in the day, Big Mama was cooking. She was cooking all day. Grandma was going to cook. All day. My grandma would cook all day. Like, I come over there before school. I come over there after school. The beans just not getting done. Now now she's stirring the greens up. You, and, like, for real, you know, she would prep all day for a meal. Like, and it would be so good. Yes. Like, so good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've never, you know, I know people like Glory Greens. I, I ain't never opened up a can of anything that tasted like what my grandma did with, with you know, with real ingredients. Well, not necessarily real ingredients, but, you know, fresh ingredients. I put it that way. Came straight out the garden. Came straight out the garden. And, boy, that stuff would be so good. You feel me? So, it, I mean. It doesn't get any better than that. Doesn't. From From the garden to the plate and also with hunting and fishing from the field to the plate. Wow. Facts. Bags. I like that, bro. I like that, man. That's some good stuff. You talk about uh staying out of trouble. If you out there hunting, you can get you won't have time to get in trouble. You will no. be out there all day waiting on them deer or whatever to come up, you know. And then it's an expensive hobby. So you don't have time to do all the other stuff. <laughs> you gotta invest, man. You got to. You know. Because, you know, all of us want to be good or whatever we, we, we put our hands to. I think that's just human nature, which is not a bad thing. You know, you want to be successful. You don't want to be the only dude out there all day and you don't shoot nothing. You don't bring no no kills home, you know. So, yeah, you're going to focus. You're going to concentrate. And then while you're out there, you're going to get a little bit of that peace and tranquility that we talked about. You know, you're going to get a little bit of that alone time with God, even to think things through a little bit. You know, like, man, was that really worth it? Yeah. I know right now, for me, a lot of times God and I correspond in the car ride, but it's even better when I can get along with him, like you say, and, you know, on a beach or, or somewhere in the woods or just anywhere in nature. Sometimes just walking out in my backyard, you know, saying and just letting him come and, and, and talk is a different thing because you're not distracted with life and all these other stuff. So, man, that's some good stuff, bro. I, li- big, I like this, man. That's big facts. Big facts. Big facts. Yes, sir. Yes, I know sir. also people ask me, um, 
how did I come up with my nickname? Yeah, tell us about that, fam. The Brown Redneck. So the name came about 10 years ago. And it just flowed. I liked it. It was different. Um, one of my names on Instagram is uniquely different. I do not try to put myself in a box or be like anybody else. To thine own self be true. Um, so, yeah, the name just flowed to me. I liked it. I put um, my skin color, of course. <laughs> you see me? I'm a brown man. <laughs> and then I took the name Redneck because I associate that with outdoors, hunting, fishing, country, you know. So nobody else had that. So I was like, hey, why not? I'm going to make it my own. And for our uh, listening audience, take my word for it. His skin is brown, but his neck is red. Now, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I love it, man. I absolutely love it, man, because, you know, it, it's funny because you talk about when you started your name. When I first heard your name, I was like, man, what he got going on? But then I realized, like, man, that's it's so true. Like, I knew guys who were like you. We just didn't, you know, we we didn't have a name as per se. It was just, we would say that guy country or something like that, you know. But honestly, man, it's it's a unique lifestyle set of skills that you can associate with a nickname, mm -hmm. you know. And that's all it is. So people thinking too deep on it, man, and, and, you know, wanting to make it something vulgar or something, you know, insulting. It's not that. It's very light, you know. And if anybody got to meet you, they would realize, first of all, the name fits. And secondly, you you are, uh, you know, a, a loving, kind-hearted dude who will share whatever that you have, knowledge, wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you that got it. If, if I got it, you got it. Facts. You know? And Facts. that's what I love about you. You know what I mean? So so to me, it encompasses your, your personality and how you approach things with, with your outdoorsmen. I, I, I love it, man. That's me personally, though. You know what I mean? That's me personally. But you hit the nail on the head. A lot of people try to take it out of context, or a lot of people have had negative experiences with that name, and mm -hmm. they, they associate that name with something negative. But all I try to do is spread love, peace, and chicken grease. I know that, bro. And that grease hot, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so real quick, but I, I got to ask you, man. All right, so we, we talking about, you know, the outdoors and, and how that stuff can really help us, man, in, you know, in nature, man, because nature's, nature's, nature is awesome. God really did some awesome things. Like, I thought the human body was awesome when I first started discovering, you know, the different things with the human body and all that and our makeup. But, man, nature is just as awesome. Matter of fact, even more so because you got all these different types of creatures and all this different plant life, vegetation. Even there's even different types of dirt. This is amazing to me. Like God is awesome. Anyway, um, but just thinking about that, do you do you feel like for yourself personally, the more time you spend out in nature, like kind of like what they say, becoming one with nature, does that make you a better hunter and, and fisherman in your eyes? Yes. Okay, tell tell us why. Yes. Um, because you're okay, there's a saying, um, to harvest the deer, you have to become the deer. Oh wow. I like that. So you can't go out there and think like you normally think and function in your environment as a human. Make, makes sense. So you have to go into the woods and you have to say, hey, if I was a deer, where would I go to? Where would I hide it? 
Where would I bed at? What foods would I eat? At certain times of the year, they're going to eat different things. Yeah. So you have to be in tune with that and know, okay, if the acorns are dropping and it's white acorns, which is sweet and the deer like it, hey, they're going to be on the acorns. That's dope. So, yeah, you have to you have to get out there and definitely think outside the box. Um, I like what you said. Like, if I'm trying to to you know to to catch a deer or whatever, I I'm not gonna be my normal self because see, my normal self will pull up to the woods and be like, hey, let me get a number five uh, deer meat special with uh, let me get you know let me get eight antlers. Uh, you know, nah, nah, we can't do that. Can't do it like that. Like, you actually have to be in their element and understand their element so that so that then you can you know you can execute the way that you need to execute right it's it's more to just thinking okay i want a deer to be specifically at this spot so i'm gonna hunt this spot you might not see a deer man you're not getting in trouble though <laughs> you, 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 you might not see a deer or you might say okay i'm gonna pour some corn on the ground right here because this is where i want to hunt you might kill a deer, you might not. But I guarantee you, if you was to think more like an animal and follow the signs and the cycles of nature and go where that deer is going to be at with corn or not, you're still going to harvest the animal. And you might even kill a bigger one. Dang. Yeah, I mean, it makes and you, sense. And you might do it more consistently. I mean, that makes sense. Cause that, that's kind of how it is with society. That's kind of how it is with us. Like, that's why... Mass media does things in a certain way because they're trying to harvest us. Like they're trying to get us drawn in. So they put things strategically, you know, map it out, you know. So it, it's just us understanding like the tactics of how nature works because you got, that's a whole thing though, right? Like don't you have to almost like be out there so that you can learn, but then also like people like yourself and others who who already been doing this thing, like they, they got it down to a science. So you got to learn, right? Right. So I've I've had quite a few mentors with, with hunting and fishing. Yeah. And I take information from each one and then I combine it with my personal experience. And there you go. And I put my own twist on it. I like it. I like it. But like you mentioned earlier about um with food and being uh what did you say? Uh microwavable era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you know who um Kurt Franklin is, he mentioned that. Yeah. In a reel. Yeah. People just want things quick, fast, and in a hurry. And in, and in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like I talked about earlier, stirring up your gifts and talents, um, if you want something good and it's deep down inside of you, it's going to take time. Mm. It's, it's not going to happen overnight. That's a bar right there, Just bro. like, okay, I said I came up with the name Brown Redneck 10 years ago. It talks about in Habakkuk 2, 2, the right division and make it plain. Yes, sir. But if the vision tarries, don't worry because it shall come to pass. That's right. It That's might right. take some time. That's right. You know, That's but right. you're going to get it. And the bigger the vision, the more time it may take to see it through. But it's worth it. Exactly. You know, it's definitely worth it, man. And to whom much is given, much, much is tested. But you better stop preaching on here. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, it's for real. Like, I, I can really testify to what you're saying, man. So, you know, understanding that, like, we want stuff to just happen when we want it to happen. But, man, we, okay, let's go back to this real quick. Grandma's cooking. Like, anything that grandma cooked, it would blow anything that I could get in the drive through out the water. 
Why? Because she put time in it. And love. And love. And it wasn't just in the cooking process. It was in the growing process. The, the, then it's in the harvesting process. Then it's in the storing process. Then the cooking process. And even the serving process. Like all of it was something that was, was, you know, that had a presence with it. It wasn't just an expectation of, okay, I pulled up and it's supposed to be hot and ready. You know, nah, man, this thing was like, hey, you better eat all that food. Why? Because I put, I put us work in, <laughs> you know, we so easy to waste stuff because it come to us easy. So mm-hmm. a lot of times it's like, man, okay, that's just a, a piece of paper money. That's what that is. Nah, that's grandma blood, sweat and tears. You better take your time and, and eat that. You say you're hungry, you better be hungry. You know, so it's it's a different perspective on how we how we live and how we see things in life. You know, um, you know, people picking on Aaron Rodgers for a darkness retreat or whatever like that. I don't know about that, but I know that nature has its healing properties. And no matter how you get it, I do think that it's important that we start to to realize that. I'll tell you one more thing real quick, too, fam, before we move on, man. Something that I started doing with my kids. Because I feel like God is, you know, as the Bible tells us, God is not the author of confusion. I think we got too many choices in this life. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's the drive-through mentality. Like, give me a whole bunch of options and then let me pick exactly what I want. But if you out there hunting, you know what I'm saying? If you out there fishing, you don't have an option to say, I want to catch this and this only. Like, no, it may happen like that or it may not happen like that. You might you might be trying to fish for, I don't know, help me out, like some brim or something, but you catch something else. Yeah, you might be, you know, you might have a night crawler on there. And, yeah. And, you know, fishing for a brim and you might catch a catfish. It might catch a catfish. Okay, you might have had your mouth water for some brim, but tonight you're going to eat the catfish, you know. But that's all right. It's okay. I, I, I started doing this with my kids, man. Um, we pull up to the drive-thru. I start giving them the choices because I realize when I say, okay, what y'all want? They take all day and night trying to figure out and then changing their mind and then listening. I'll say, that one said this one. Okay, I want to, I say, okay, listen, what you want? You can get a cheeseburger, you get some chicken nuggets, or you can get, you know, whatever. That's your three options. Give me one of them. Why? Because it's too much. You know, and before you know it, you got all these different things that you're trying to balance out. But sometimes the simplicity of nature is what we need. Just take all that other stuff out and just narrow it down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Narrow it down to something. Bro, you, you've you been speaking today. At, I love at, it. at the end of the day, dealing with life, life is not supposed to be super stressful. Mm. Facts. But when we're trying to do too much and we're worrying about everything. Then there it is. You're going to make the situation work. Exactly. Every time. You're supposed to leave it alone. <laughs> Boy, I'll be touching too, but that's so hot. I was like, let me see. It might be done calm down by now. No, huh? It's still hot, bro. Still hot. Too much, man. Just doing too much. So what I, I'm what I'm trying to say is on this show is get your hips out in nature. <laughs> get out there. Get get get, get out get there. out in nature. Whether it's hunting, whether it's fishing, whether it's camping, walks um, in the park. You know what I mean for hiking, your couples out there. You know hiking trails. You got you got Crowder's Mountain. You got South Mountain. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of places you can go to. Yeah, you can take your kids up to the the North Carolina mountains. You can see the waterfalls. Beautiful, um, beautiful stuff. You can slide down the rocks. Yeah, Virginia got some spots too. It's some nice spot. It's some really nice nature out there, y'all. Like real talk. 
Real talk. God made us for us to enjoy, so get out there and enjoy it. That's right. That's right. All right, man, listen, this time then got away from us a little bit. So I want to throw this in real quick at the end here, bro. So, you know what I mean? So let's play a game real quick. All right, we're going to play right. a game real quick with the brown redneck. This is going to be Survivor Randy Edition. All right, this is Randy Edition of Survivor. So, all right, let, let's give a scenario. Let's say that you, uh, you know what I mean, you lost deep in the woods. Like, you lost you out there deep in the woods. And um, we know we know you can hunt, so we know that you could, you know, you might might get your deer. You know you can fish, but aside from deer and fish, like what would you look to survive off of? Like if deer and fish was no option, what else would you survive off of in, in the woods? And and how would you go about surviving out there? Some of the old people might know about this. Some of the younger people too. Uh, my grandpa used to pick and cook poke salad. Oh, I remember poke salad. Why, why, why did we have to be near a train track? What was that all about? Cause they used to love to like walk the train track and pick poke salad. I'm like, man, this is dangerous. Y'all got me out here. I'm like eight. The, the, the piggyback <laughs> off of that. Me and my grandpa used to walk the train tracks in Dallas. Yeah, and pick poke salad. That's crazy, man. We used to do the same thing, Gastoni, bro. Same thing. Besides that, um, you would have to know which plants to eat. I was about to say, because you can get sick. Yes, and which not to eat. Um, you would definitely have to do your research on that. Yeah. Also, there's edible mushrooms, but then there's mushrooms you don't want to eat. So if you, but let's say you out there and you don't have any Google, no books or anything, like like on the surface, are there different things like colors or textures like that you know right offhand, like if it's too, if it's too light, if it's too dark, anything like that, or you just have to know? You just got to know. You just got to know. <laughs> you just got to know. Just like, okay, there's different berries that you can eat in the woods. Yeah. Now, there's a mushroom um, that grows on trees. It's edible. Yeah. You can eat that. You won't get high or nothing with you. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Mm -mm. Okay. I'll just but check. Do, do your due diligence. Excuse me. Your due, due uh, diligence. Your due yeah, diligence. Facts. And your research. <laughs> and know what you're messing with before you put it in your body. You be out there tripping. <laughs> exactly. You eat the wrong thing. They be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you out there howling like a wolf. <laughs> Oh man, that's off the chain. All right, so so definitely uh, berries, you know, poke salad, stuff like that with the greens. What about like small game that you might catch with a trap or with your hands or something like that? I don't know. You got squirrels. Yeah. You got rabbits. Um, what squirrels taste like? You know, everybody say everything tastes, tastes like, like chicken. chicken. <laughs> If I get lost in the woods, I hope I got a a, a bottle of barbecue sauce. I hope I got some sweet baby rays on me because I'm, hey, I'm <laughs> sweet baby rays where it's at. Ain't it though? I'm gonna have everything slapped up. Little, little squirrel, rabbit, I mean, I know, all that. I know people that eat raccoons. Raccoons. My grandma used to eat raccoon. Mm hmm Yeah, they used to eat possums. They used to eat all kind of stuff. Man, my grandma, my uh, grandma Hajane, she gave me a recipe book with some reps. Uh, excuse me, recipes in it. It's got turtle in there. Yeah, I've yep. had turtle. Turtle is called a cooter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's got like nine different meats in it. That's where it's at. That's crazy. So, <laughs> turtle, which I've had, um, rabbit, I've had. It's good. Yeah. Squirrel is good. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, rabbit and squirrel was the first. You know, wild game I ate. I heard it got. Um, I heard that rabbit got a lot of bones. Is it rabbit or? One of one of one of those somebody says is you know like little small bones you got to be careful. 
and get the meat off of it or whatever. It's not too bad. Not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's even folks that eat possums. I don't know personally if I eat a possum. You know? I, I hope I'd probably have eaten it not knowing it because they used to tell us everything was chicken. So we done had frogs and all kind of stuff. They'd be like, but eat that chicken. This chicken tastes funny. Eat that chicken. That's another thing. I done had frog legs. Yeah, we good. had frog legs. I know we had frog legs. All kind of stuff, man. We used to eat all kind of You open the refrigerator up, you just see stuff in there just, you know, just look like a museum. Just animals in there frozen, just ready for the pay. <laughs> ready for the play, bro. <laughs> other small game, I mean, you could eat, um, you can eat snakes. Oh, now see that's something I don't know. I don't know about that, man. You can uh you can eat quail, you can eat dove. Now I heard quail, yeah. Pheasant. Yeah. Now does that taste like chicken or like how does those those different birds like like No, it's it's got a a, a different taste to it. Hmm. I really like duck. Yeah, I I had somebody make some um something, what was it? Oh man, anyway, it was duck. It was delicious. I was like, man, this is really good. They was like, yeah, that's that's where it's at. It's that duck meat. You don't know nothing about that. I was like, I do now. Different. <laughs> it different. It was good. All right, man. So, you know, I, I know you love your wife, man, and, and, you know, I love y'all together. But, you know, just me and you right now, right here, and, you know, if y'all was lost together out in the woods and wasn't nothing to hunt, like, I just want to know whose leg would be missing when you wake up. Like, would would you would you let her get a leg? Or would you get a leg? Would you get her leg? Like you know, what I'm saying? No, I, I I would say, baby, you can you can take my arm on my leg. You can take my arm. You can, you just gonna get it up. Yeah, you can I take ain't gonna it. lie. Look, you better. Not, I don't know, honey. Let's see who can stay up the longest. Cause <laughs> nah, my wife does. <laughs> <laughs> look, that's why I did. That's why I'm learning from you. We ain't gotta eat each other, baby. We gonna go out here. We gonna find us some squirrel or something. <laughs> we need some leaves or something. We gonna make it. We are gonna be all right. <laughs> Plus, I mean, hunting, fishing, and gardening is getting back to, you could say, it's our original roots. Yeah. Because the ancestors did it. Facts. Facts, bro. And like I mentioned earlier, um, it's way better for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think a lot of the challenges that we have, both mentally and physically, um, even some of the things spiritually, I think, would be better if we paid more attention to nature, if we did things in more of a natural light. You know, um, go back, like I said earlier, to the simplicity of things, you know, um, because sometimes choice is good and sometimes choice is not good. You know, sometimes too many choices do bring confusion, mm -hmm. you know, too many options. You know, um, I, I often think about, uh, you know, sitting there and think about Solomon in the Bible, like, man, what you need with all the women, bro? That's too much. Like, you had too much going on. You can't tell me he wasn't half crazy in that situation. Too many choices. Like, sometimes you just need to focus, narrow things down, and just focus. Yeah, you know you, what I'm saying? You, you, you speaking right now. You know what I mean? Just focus, man. Find you some things. I'll tell you one more thing, too, real quick, before I shout my girl Kendra out. I got to tell you about Kendra. Uh, my homegirl Kendra, her, her uh, yoga and and uh, silent med meditations, it's just good stuff. Nature healing. But real quick, before I get into that and we wrap up the show, like I, I was thinking about this the other day too. God had had spoke to me one day because I had my hands in a lot of different stuff, and at the time everything was good. Like I was trying to be helpful to a lot of people, 
and do a lot of good things. But I'm telling y'all, God spoke to me clear as day. He was like, would you rather do a thousand things okay or 10 things really good? I was like, man, because right now I was doing a bunch of stuff, but it was just getting a little part of me because I couldn't really focus in on anything because I had, I've spread too thin. Mm-hmm. I said, Lord, that makes perfect sense. I need to narrow this thing down and learn the power of saying no, not, not in a debilitating way to tell somebody, I don't, you know, I don't want to be there from no, but right now, maybe that's not the right choice, you know, and just focus on these things. And that really helped my life. It really did help me. You know what I mean? I don't like disappointing people, but at the same time, I kind of was because they was only getting like 10, 15 percent of it. You know, when I started to really focus and narrow it down, now I'm able to really give the attention that I need. You got to think about it. You're a limited resource. Dang. That's a nugget. That's a bar. Another bar. We're going to have a whole 16. You keep on, bro. You are a limited resource. And it's only one you. It'd never be another. And a limited natural resource, you know, because God made you, you know, it's, that's, that's just who you are. is naturally who you are. But you're limited. The time that you have here, it's, it's not Make fair. it count. Got to make it count. Make it count. Good gracious. And spend it with quality people. Good gracious. Hey, y- hey everybody ain't tapping into this resource. It's limited. So, uh, listen, huh? I'm, I'm picking and choosing these days, but that's all right, though. It's okay. You know, and I think we got to get that in our heads. Like, it's okay. We we don't have to do everything. We don't have to be everything. It's okay. I love that, bro. I love that, bro. I also, right, real quick, y'all, KendraYoga.net. Um, like I said, my, my homegirl, she uh, she is, is a specialist when it comes to showing you how to rebalance yourself, how to listen to nature and rebalance yourself because nature needs you too. We need nature and nature needs us. Um, how to join in harmony with the earth, releasing old patterns and judgments, breathing in a, in, in a, in a reset. And I didn't even realize this, like you even get when it comes down to your breathing, man, like all of it is, is just important, you know? So getting out there in nature, getting some fresh air, getting your breath right, your breathing right, um, invigorating your mind, body, and soul. She do silent meditation retreats, uh, both solo and group. So once again, KendraYoga.net, that's K-E-N-D-R-A-Y-O-G-A.net. Y'all check my girl out, y'all. She's doing some big things right there, and it can help you because we need to get back to nature. Closes out, bro. Like, what you got for us? Oh, yeah, real quick. Pro tip of the day when it comes to nature. What you got? Pro tip of the day when it comes to nature. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. Anytime you go out into the woods, have a firearm. Oh, man, that's that'll, that'll speak right now. I know some of y'all probably seen that video that went viral. The man out there hiking talking about bad kitty. And the mountain lion was chasing him down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no need to yell it back. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, I don't, I don't care if you walk in a mountain, if you're going on a hike, anytime yeah. you out in the woods, you need to have a firearm. Need to have a firearm. Have a pistol with you. Yeah, yeah. And let somebody know where you at if you're out there by yourself. That's two good, really good pro tips right there. Safety. Safety. Because nature can be dangerous, too. Yes. Yes. It it's, it's not as dangerous. Uh, excuse me. It's not as dangerous as, you know, dealing with people in life. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'll tell anybody any day I feel safer in nature than I do around people. That, hey, that's, that's fact, especially certain places. I tell you, you know, <laughs> uh, like, Lord have mercy. Somebody get me to the woods. Because you know. never know what's going on. Everybody's spirit ain't right. That, that's facts. That's so true. That's so true. Y'all get out in nature. All right, get out there. Get out there and experience some stuff, man. You know, get get out there and release. Don't keep that, men, don't keep that stuff bottled up. Ladies either, but especially for the bros, don't keep that stuff bottled up. Because, you know, as men, we don't like to, to talk about things because yeah. we think it's a sign of weaknesses opening up. Mm. Don't do that. Nah. You're going to self-destruct. You're going to crack under pressure because that pressure still going to continue to mount up. You ain't let none of it out, and it's just increasingly mounting up until one day it busts. Boom. And then there you go. You know, now that now you're really weak and vulnerable. Get it out, fellas. Get it out. You know, we can talk to each other. We can go out to nature. We can talk to God. But we need to get it out. Facts. For sure. Well, y'all, that's know. the end of the show. Y'all know my saying, love, peace, chicken grease. I'm out. Moss Outdoorsman was brought to you by Bobby Long and Alpha and Omega Bell Bobby. Randy Beach and A.J. Voorhees, Crossroads Brand and M.W.D. Outdoors. Todd Hare from the Hair Ranch and TNT Custom Calls. Mike Sumner from the Sumner Group. Alex Bryce, A.B. Lighting and Electrical. And Mark Kaufman from Kaufman Painting. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more pro tips and tricks on how to be the best outdoorsman that you can be. Scripture for today coming to us from Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. And God said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. God made nature for us to enjoy. So make sure that we be responsible with that nature, starting with the natural man that you see in the mirror, and then going from there and respecting all of God's nature and all of God's creation, anyone that you may come in acquaintance with and everything that you may come into acquaintance with. It is for our enjoyment. Let us enjoy each other and let us enjoy nature. Be responsible. God bless. Till next time. Peace.